It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Fantastic. Second episode of the Gut Check Project, and we have our inaugural guest. This is going to be a fantastic show. I'm super excited about this. I'm pretty pumped also. So today we have, uh, this is episode number two of the Gut Check Project brought to you by your host, Dr. Kenneth Brown. And uh, well, we really appreciate everyone uh, joining us. Did you know we actually have feedback from our first show? That's what I heard. I've actually been contacted by a lot of people. I thought that you and I were just talking to each other the whole time. As it turns out, some people were actually listening. What do you What do you know? Beyond my mom, <laughs> beyond my wife, your wife, we actually had some other people who watched. So that was really cool. Hey, one of the things that we had, though, in terms of questions was, can I take Autron Teal and do I need to continue taking uh, probiotics or prebiotics you may want to address that real quick so there's lots of confusion around these terms prebiotic probiotic all a prebiotic is is an undigestible food source that your bacteria will break down so fiber is a prebiotic okay so the skins of vegetables and fruits are prebiotics probiotics are the good bacteria that people want to take in to replenish your microbiome the reality is when you're taking out trontil you don't need to take a prebiotic or a probiotic. In fact, the molecules known as polyphenols are actually a form of a prebiotic. They go to your colon, the bacteria will break it down into beneficial things. So essentially, not to be too confusing, but you're basically taking a form of a prebiotic by definition by taking out trontil. So no, it's not necessary to take a pre or probiotic. Um, if you feel better on the probiotic, I say continue to take it. If you do not feel better, then you might want to hold off on that. So if last week, uh, if you're a listener and you're curious about Autron Teal, you can learn more at lovemytummy.com forward slash spoonie. That's lovemytummy.com. And for a discount, use forward slash spoonie. Um, also, just a reminder, if you ever want to ke- uh, catch up with Dr. Brown and what all he's doing, he has a brand new website called kbmdhealth.com so it is only a week old there might be a bug or two in there there's actually uh, probably a lot of bugs in there and there's probably a few <laughs> things that we're gonna have to change and i encourage all the feedback if you don't like the language if you want to change the wording there's a couple pictures of myself that i would uh, change but you know we have to do what we can do and get things up because that website is there to give information about things that we know that at least my patients are swimming towards us and asking questions. So we're going to have all kinds of information on CBD, on gut health, on sleep, on brain protection, on everything. It's just a platform. So we wanted to get it up there and also um, to give access to people to get high quality CBD, to get access to Atrantil and so on. So uh, yes, we encourage feedback. Hit me up, tell me. Um, you're not a uh, English major, are you? Me, no yeah. English major. Yeah. Me, <laughs> me bad at language also. So, uh, basically, uh, 
Eric and I made this website, and uh, there's probably some grammatical errors, and we would love if we learned about it sooner than later. I ain't knowing what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, do check out kbmdhealth.com because there is a lot there. It's going to be resourceful. There's lots of research. Uh, there is a store where you will find the uh, brand new KBMD CBD, as well as Autron Teal, and we'll have other things added to the store as we put research behind it. Yeah, so when you say research, this is one of the things that I'm most excited about. Um, we're going to have a guest on today, and we're going to be talking CBD and the cannabis industry and all of that. Super smart guy, Sean Bryans, um, was just talking to him outside, and I'm just, I love his story. You guys got to stick with this um, show today because it's going to be super exciting. But one of the things that I want to do is I really want to do clinical research on my patients. It's not necessarily research. I just want to track the results. And we're going to be putting those kind of things first on the website as we await publication. And then once we get published, then we'll go ahead and replace that. But anybody going to that website is going to see the white papers first before while they're being submitted for publication. The way it works, you submit it, it takes a few months. This is just a way to get access to things much sooner. Much sooner. Uh, last uh, mention here real quick for a uh, sponsor that we had for the show, Ridgezone. We just happen to know the uh, the medical director of Ridgezone, and it happens to be Dr. Jay Uperi, also a gastroenterologist. Uh, at the top of the hour, you probably heard, if you were listening already, the mention of Ridgezone, and it was being read by the uh, the late, great Doc Thompson. So uh, shout out to Doc Thompson again. Thanks so much for having us here. Uh, the team, Chef Patrick, Ron, everyone, uh, couldn't be happier to now start our second episode of the Gut Check Project on Spoonie Radio. So we we did not get pulled off the air last week, which no. I was surprised. And they actually said you can come back and do another show. I which, even brought another shirt. <laughs> that's amazing. So it's been a week. Uh, before we jump into all the cool stuff that we're going to talk about today, what have you been up to, man? It's been a week. It has been a week. So uh, last week, my oldest son, uh, the whole family, my youngest son, my wife and I took Tons of family down to San Antonio. We live in North Texas. If you're not familiar, that's uh, five hours drive south. Went and uh, saw my oldest son compete in the uh, state basketball tournament. They did well. And uh, then after that, we they didn't quite win the whole thing, so we decided to take off and uh, enjoy some family time out in San Diego. We, uh, I don't know, I logged around a couple hundred bucks, I guess, on Lime scooters. <laughs> If you are looking for a way to enjoy an urban environment, rent a Lime scooter did or something guys, similar. While you're Bird. out there, did you get a chance to jump into one of the Navy SEAL bud training techniques of water cold immersion? We did decide not to do that after we put on a wetsuit and tried to surf. That is cold water. <laughs> it's not warm at all. Uh, wetsuit is correct. You're wet. You're wet and cold and uh, and you're still wet. But we did surf. It just got out of there as soon as we accomplished what we what we went to do good for you what about yourself where you been wow i had an equally exotic experience um i had to go to which i didn't have to i went to wichita falls texas because my son had a tennis tournament there right on and my wife and daughter uh went down to waco because she had a tennis tournament there which coincidentally shout out to her carla she uh double gold singles and doubles won the whole tournament love that um my son lucas and i in wichita if you've ever been there it's windy very very windy can be yeah and it was raining and so we had tons of rain delays and all this stuff i did bring my x3 bar um which if uh, i'll be writing about this also but the x3 bar is a portable exercise system developed by a phd named john jakewish and uh i had a long conversation with him not too long ago and he's d done some great research showing how variable resistance and blah 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 bottom line is i sat in a hotel room 
worked out, watched rainfall, and um, was probably as wet and cold as you. Yeah, uh, without question. I don't know if you know this or not, but Wichita Falls in Texas actually is the region that varies the most from year to year in temperature fluctuation. It has the biggest swing, I believe, throughout the entire state. Sean could probably back me up on this by the time he gets in here, but (laughs) it literally has the biggest average temperature swing throughout the entire state, that little region up there right on the Red River. Uh, And uh, describe a little bit about what the uh, X3 bar looks like, because if you have never seen this thing, it's really cool. It's very portable. It's uh, equipped with bands, but it has, uh, has a resistance motion that... You know, if you're just looking at it, you think that looks weird. But when you try it, it will wear your ass yeah, out. Yeah, if anybody's interested in this, I actually, uh, Dr. Jakewish gave me a code so that our listeners could actually get a discount. Oh, nice. Just when you go, you get, go to x3bar.com and then put in code KBMD and you'll get a nice discount there. Um, yeah, the science is pretty interesting. I'm I'm all about biohacking. This is like one of those small biohacks that you can do. And sure. so it's portable. You know, there's no excuses for not working out. It takes about 10 minutes and you're done. So you yeah. will break a sweat. You will think that you won't, but you will break a sweat. In fact, if you go to the uh, our Instagram at KBMD Health, uh, no, there's no need to do it. There is definitely do. need to do this because you can see Big Man Eric over here. There's not doing some curls with the X3 bar. Actually, I've got several videos of the X3 bars. So I borrowed someone else's biceps to do that. Yeah, <laughs> he actually had to stop mid workout because he was getting too big. Yeah, and uh, he was worried about changing his wardrobe. So yeah, I wouldn't be able to fit in this shirt. <laughs> Um, real quick, uh, any other news or notes that we need to talk about for the gut check project coming up? I can't think of anything big other than we have our first guest this week, but I know that you went to where he works while you were up in Wichita Falls. Yeah, that's right. So coincidentally, and we'd already had him booked for this. Um, I went up, uh, Wichita Falls is right next to the border of Oklahoma. Oklahoma just recently became a I'm going to say the word wrong, but medical cannabis legal state. Uh, yes, is that, that the term? Is, that, wait, Sean can clarify. That's why we have moment. Sean here. Yeah, he's going to tell us all about it, about what goes on. Um, yeah, so I went up there and took a look, and our, our CBD product is in that uh, is in that store, and it was really cool to see all the hard work that we have done to educate and get things moving. And so, if you get a chance, um, you know, Oklahoma is one of the newest states to start to. Medical marijuana. Interestingly enough, though, I do find it kind of, uh, I don't know, perplexing that Texas, being such a large state, watches the bordering states open up a casino or open up the opportunity for medical delivery of uh, cannabis or CBD. And essentially, they it's, it's Texas citizens that more or less kind of support that industry. And I'm sure this will be the same until Texas decides to participate. I'm um, I'm very familiar with that because I'm from Nebraska originally, where that's exactly what's going on. We got Colorado on one side, Iowa on the other. Right. Iowa does the casinos. Colorado, of course, has the cannabis industry, and Nebraska has chosen to be very strict on that. So, not surprising to me that a state can have neighboring states with a little bit more liberal or differing views. Sure. No, I understand. Well, I believe, listeners, what we're going to try to start doing is giving a little bit of format in our first hour. So at this point in time, we're going to talk about health news as it relates to the Gut Check Project in KBMD Health. And uh, you're going to learn firsthand why I always like talking to Dr. Brown in terms of how he keeps up with what's the latest trends and the latest relevant news in health. So this last week, and we've got a little bit of experience with what we're going to talk about. 
But it just so happens there's a lot of research into the fasting mimicking diet and what it can do for you. And I'm going to stop there and let you kind of take over. So super interesting. A study was published just last week about the fasting mimicking diet. Now, what the fasting mimicking diet is, is this is developed by a fantastic researcher named Walter Longo. And what you do is he figured out in animals that if you give a caloric restriction, meaning you're going to take about a thousand calories the first day and then work your way down to about 10 uh, to about 10 percent of your normal calories in a very specific ratio Mm -hmm. of fats, proteins and carbs that you can trick your body into believing that it's in a fast. And what that does in humans, he showed that after five days, you turn on your stem cells. It, It actually gets your old cells sick and old cells to just go away called autophagy. And so if you can think of it this way, your body says, okay, these cells that are starting to show signs of possible early cancer, things like that, the body recognizes it and goes, you go away and we're going to start new cells. And so that's the basis of the fasting mimicking diet. Um, This was developed and a company called El Nutra has developed a product called Prolon to sort of make it really simple for you to have the exact ratio. It's a Prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N? P-R-O-L-O-N. So, Walter has been doing tons of research and, you know, he's, uh, I follow his work through Rhonda Patrick. I follow his work through a lot of other conferences. He's always going to longevity conferences and giving lectures. This time something very near and dear to my heart he just published so out of the university of southern california usc this article out of cell reports the fasting mimicking diet modulates microbiota and promotes intestinal regeneration to reduce inflammatory bowel disease pathology very long big boring uh title but here's what's super cool is basically he took mice, he put them on the fasting mimicking diet, and they induced Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, so inflammatory bowel disease. And then he showed that these mice had decreased intestinal inflammation, increased intestinal stem cells, they actually reversed the disease, and something else that's really cool is that they improved the microbiome composition. And then he actually showed that it improved leaky gut or intestinal permeability. So stop and think about this for a moment. We have a disease, a chronic disease, inflammatory bowel disease. If you don't know anybody who has this, it's brutal. This is what I deal with in my practice all the time. But by putting somebody on a fasting mimicking diet, you can actually reverse this. Then he compared that group to a water only fast. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. The water only fast did not do nearly as well. That's surprising. I mean, I would not have thought that. I was completely blown away because I've always, I've done, uh, I did three fasts this year. I did three five day fasts. Mm -hmm. The first one was the prolon one. I did a prolon fast and I could totally tell when those uh, stem cells kicked in. I just had a boost of energy like you would not believe. Next one I did, I tried to kind of hack the prolon fast. Sure and tried to do it using um, foods that I bought and tried to mimic it. I did not quite get that boost of energy. Right. And then my third fast was a water-only fast for five days. Mm-hmm. And once again, I did not get that. Oh, I just woke up at like 1 a.m. and could take on the world. 
And so I've actually contacted the CEO of uh, El Nutra that we're actually friends with, uh, Joe Antoon. Mm-hmm. And um, it, him and I talked. He said, yeah, because that's the amazing thing. We don't, people don't realize that the fasting mimicking diet is actually based off of true science in animals. Walter did this all. He worked out the exact ratio, how many days, and then after you do this, you have to refeed. So in this particular group, he had two groups of mice. One did water only, and that group did not do as well. The fasting mimicking group had increased bifidobacteria and lactobacilli, which have been shown to improve. So you asked me at the beginning of the show, what about prebiotics and probiotics? Right. Well, guess what? If you do a fasting period, then your body will figure out what bacteria should proliferate more. When we eat, it's actually an inflammatory process. So every time you eat, you actually create a little bit of inflammation in the gut. By giving it a break and by doing the fasting mimicking diet, you're not only giving your gut a break, but your body goes, oh, okay, we're going to get rid of old dying cells, get rid of precancerous cells, and we're going to start brand new ones. And he's proven it with these mice. What is so fascinating to me is that the fasting mimicking diet is so much easier than the water-only diet. I can vouch for that. And we, had, uh, we actually had our whole company do it at, uh, at Atrantil. Um, I think we have that on our uh, on our page. We did a blog, or yeah, I think it was uh, right at a year ago. That is, uh, that's correct. And I can I can say the water fast, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's more difficult the whenever your body decides you need to eat, and then you have the influx. I believe it's called orexin that makes you think, okay, you're ravenous and you need to eat, and you have a burst of energy simply to go out and find food. And I was actually somewhat envious of those who had done the prolon as the control because they, and including you at that point in time, did not have the same drive to go out and just eat. Yeah, you were fasting, but at the same time, your body seemed to be tolerating a little bit better. Yeah. When we start thinking about fasting, I actually, after this article got published, I realized that another article just recently got published where they looked at the different fasting types in religion. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have Ramadan, we've got Yom Kippur. Lots we've got of similarities. Lots of similarities. We have the Daniel fast. We have Lent, which I'm Catholic, but, I, you know, we probably should be fasting in a more serious way sure. with that. But it's just interesting that uh, fasting is could be one of the easiest life hacks ever. It's amazing that so many religions had that that are, are based in, in so much a, uh, age and tradition. That There are lots of things between religions that actually are incredibly similar and it also comes down to fasting so the reason why this is such a big deal is because i have my crohn's and colitis patients and if you do have crohn's or colitis or you know anybody that does please share this so that we can um you know help everybody with this because i I don't think a lot of doctors are talking about fasting no and so i think my little hack here is going to be the fasting mimicking diet plus atrantil for the polyphenol effect and we also know that it gets rid of the bad bacteria that's growing where it shouldn't be plus CBD, which attenuates your immune system, right. could be the magic thing. So I called up Joe, the CEO of El Nutra, and we got to talking about this. And he goes, I want to come down. I want to do the show. Let's talk. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. This is going to be fantastic. So we're going to have a whole episode dedicated to the fasting mimicking diet and the science of it and how, you know, how people can realize that it really kind of resets. And it's an anti-aging thing also. So. Well, it's something you can do from home. This isn't something that's going to require someone to go out and get a prescription. You don't need a prescription to do a fasting mimicking diet. You simply just have to schedule the time to do it and then commit to it. And then I would imagine you being a gastroenterologist, if you see somebody make those kinds of improvements, that's really all you want is the best for your patient. 
And if they can handle that on their own and escape disease, it's a win for everyone. And it's natural. It's natural to do it. So in Walter's studies, it's really exciting because what he showed is it is anti-aging. It is anti-inflammatory. And what's really fun is that he also showed that you have to refeed. So once you do that and you, you have the discipline to do those five days of decreased calorie, uh, of, um, calories and using the fasting mimicking diet, when you start refeeding, it is awesome. Because, um, and he also showed that if you do it three times in a year, that is equivalent to doing ketogenic diet year round. So it's oh, a whole lot wow. easier. Yeah, he showed that in different animal models also. So for those who are out there ketoing, and if you're if you're struggling, because there's many who don't struggle, but if you are struggling, maybe this is an alternative. Have you ever done keto? I have done it, and I have fallen off of it, and gotten back on, and fallen off. And so, I mean, it, it's not the hard, again not the hardest thing ever, but the discipline to stay there. If you have a family, I mean, if you if you cook for kids, then that's not what they want to do. <laughs> so it's difficult. Joe Rogan had um, Doctor Addy on. Oh, and they yeah. were kind of joking. I, apparently, they both have young kids, and they were talking about the how they just kind of ruined their diets by making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for their kids and cutting <laughs> off the crust. And Joe just would just eat the crust off. Of course, yeah. You do. <laughs> so I did that also. So every time I've done keto, I would uh, I would lapse without trying to lapse. I would end up doing dirty keto, sure. where I would uh, just be like, "Oh, it's bacon and eggs. I'll eat as much as I want." And then later, I'll be like, "Well, I'm sure I can have this bowl of rice." Yeah. And, well, you know, but with keto, if I remember correctly, you were talking about uh, lab results, even on yourself, that where uh, there's advantages to doing keto. But if you end up doing like you call it a dirty keto, you might actually throw your your desired results off because your body has uh, moved to doing fats. And then you've basically thrown in this carbohydrate and talk a little bit about that real quick. Uh, so I didn't I, I like to do. So one of my problems and we're going to probably uh, get into that a little bit with. Sean, when he comes on, when I do something, I go all way the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try it. So I'll just go keto. And then um, over a period of time, I didn't realize that I was, I'd, I'd listen to a Ben Greenfield podcast and be like, oh, I need to have blah, uh, lentils now because, or whatever, you know, you name it. And then I totally forget that that's going on. So my functional medicine doctor, um, his name's Kevin Wilson here in town. And, you know, he practices anti aging functional medicine and, he took my blood and called me up. He's like, what have you been doing? And of course, what we were doing is I'm messing with my diet. Yeah, I'm experimenting with different supplements because we're trying to develop more products. Right. And I'm not really paying attention that I'm doing everything at once at the same time. Sure. And all of a sudden, he's just like, your labs are messed up, buddy. <laughs> Come in, let's have a talk. And I'm like, oh, He's like, what have you been doing? And I was like, you don't have enough time. <laughs> I've been doing it all. He's like, yeah. what do you mean? I'm like, oh, just everything. Yeah, yeah it, it makes it difficult to find out, but that's for sure. But I will say that every single thing that you've ever recommended to a patient for as long as I've known you, you've tried it on yourself first. I have 100% done that. So I have always done that. In fact, this is, this is not new. I remember being a medical student mm -hmm. and I was in Lexington, Nebraska, running the ER at night. So I was like the only person awake in Lexington, Nebraska at the time. Mm -hmm. And I decided to teach myself how to do an IV on myself. Sure. Which is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Especially your first time. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. I've tried to stick an NG tube down myself. That didn't work so well. I've, I've, I've done an art. I did an arterial line on myself one time. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's not. Don't, don't do that. Don't do any of this. As a matter of fact, don't do any of it. I'm just saying that I will do it 
so that you don't have to. The sheer pain of an arterial line <laughs> is about tenfold of any intravenous line. I had to laugh. There was a comment on my YouTube channel yesterday where, you know, I posted my colonoscopy online. Yeah. Or on YouTube. Don't do and, that either. And I was awake, but it's hilarious. And I actually texted the tech this morning with this, Abby. Somebody in the UK said, and you'll notice that nobody cares about your butt. We're all looking at the screen because right. patients always get nervous that, oh, I don't want you to see my butt. And she pointed out the second he said that, Abby looked at my butt and I'm right. like, I've never noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> so colonoscopy, everything. So if I'm not, um, and this just comes down with everything. I really would never, I want to try things on myself. Then I do a case series with patients and then I have data to tell people. And I'm going to say, look, this is what happened to me. This is this group of 20 people over here that we're working with. That's why the Crohn's and colitis community is so near and dear to my heart because I'm using a lot of different things and I'm seeing success with them. Sure. And don't forget the reason why we were doing Gut Check Project is to talk about KBMB Health, which was born out of the idea of taking what you find out in the clinic where you're going from anecdotal to applied science and to find out how we can actually help people. Absolutely. And so this is cool. We're coming down to the... Uh, I guess the bottom of the hour then the radio. Patrick, is that what you guys say? Bottom of the hour? Yeah, we're coming to the bottom of the hour. I'm trying to give 30 seconds, but apparently I don't know how to make a three and a zero with my fingers. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, it's like you're calling a foul. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's one of these. Either way, hey, we're going to be back here in a little bit. This Sean, excited. Sean Bryans is going to be our first guest ever. You guys are going to love him. I wish he could grow some facial hair. So I know. He, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't hold back. We'll see you all soon. Take the pain out of ordering your diabetic testing supplies with Diathrive. Diathrive ships the testing supplies you need directly to you when you need them. Best of all, with plans starting as low as $8 a month, Diathrive is probably going to cost you less than what you're paying today. Diathrive is so convinced that you'll love their service, they're offering your first month of supplies free. Simply type the code DOC, D-O-C, at checkout, diathrive.com. That's diathrive.com. Never Forgotten Apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line. It's a movement to remind us to wear American-made and serve those who serve us. Our heroes. Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters. And 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out neverforgottenapparel.com. Use promo code MATT, M-A-T-T and get 15% off your purchase. Have you done it? You, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people you don't want to see naked. I, yeah, most of us. But, I mean, you look and you're going, what the? I know. How did I get to yes. whatever? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds. This is brand new tech. It's only been around for a couple of years or so. It was based on research from the University of California that said um, there's a molecule called OEA that's found naturally in your body. It produces it in the Mediterranean diet that when taken in concentrated amounts, it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism. I've lost about 10 pounds so far. It's amazing. It, it now, really is cool. Uh, a company said, we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you. It's called RIDUZone, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It's 
Brad's worked, uh, it's worked mm-hmm. for Brad's, worked for me, countless other people. Go to RidUZone.com and try today. You're going to love it. RidUZone.com. Remember that, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Okay, we're back. We're back to the second half hour of Gut Check Project, episode number two, and uh, now we are joined with our first ever guest. This is Sean Bryans. Sean, say hello. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. So when Eric and I were talking about our first guest, I just said, I don't don't care what we talk about, but I want somebody with a beard. Yeah. I started (laughs) this in the eighth grade, and it's just now got. Just just filled in the patches? Exactly. Yeah, when I turned 30, I looked just like Eric here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very proud of my beard. Well, this is Sean Bryans. He's Vice President of Operations at Green Tree Medical, and uh, you are head of the Cultivation Division, uh, also known as Oaky Herb. And uh, Green Tree Medical and Oaky Herb is located in Oklahoma, just uh, north of Burke Burnett across the Red River, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, you also have a on-site medical dispensary called Alternative Medicine, correct? Yes, we do. All right. Well, um, tell us a little bit about uh, what goes on up there. Yeah, I think that uh, as one of the coolest things is your background. I personally am so intrigued by that. So I, I would like you to start from the beginning. Oh, okay. Well, I I grew up in a agricultural uh, family. Uh, my parents had Big Tex Feed Company in Paris, Texas. And so... Um, you know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do when I graduated high school, but I had a, a, a passion for pharmacy and biology. So I go to Texas Tech University, and I majored in uh, pharmacy there, which was the biology program. Then I changed my major, uh, switched over to agriculture, uh, fell in love with the horticulture end, and uh, did a lot of research at East Texas State University and Texas A&M Commerce um, on the cotton plant. Um, graduated, then I became a ag teacher, built greenhouses, taught kids how to grow, um, went straight into administration, became a principal, uh, did that for 20 years, and loved working with people. Um so when my son graduated high school and my daughter, she's a, about to be a junior at Texas State, and I, that's when I was like, you know what, I, I am ready to chase my passion. So when Oklahoma, June 26, they passed their full medical uh, cannabis program. And my wife and I were celebrating our 25th anniversary in Arkansas, and we'd hiked about 10 miles that day, and I was tired. She was in bed in the cabin, no TV, and I just typed up a quick uh, Craigslist ad, and I found three guys that were had little to no knowledge of cannabis and how we can use that in the medical field. And we made a great connection, and I uh, started working with them, and that's where I am right now. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so I've known you for quite some time, full disclosure. Uh, my wife 
taught for you. Uh, you were the first one that hired her whenever she was a math teacher. So I've seen Sean as a principal. I've seen him as an assistant superintendent of the school district that was down in Texas. And I've seen you much like you can. Whenever Sean decides to do something, he's all the way in. Uh, they, from welding to I've seen the gardens that you've uh, you've had out back from your house, all the vegetables. You raised chickens. How did you decide that there was a need, though? You told me this uh, years ago. There's a need for people to be able to explore the real practical application far beyond the psychoactive aspects of cannabis. There are people out there that have a need. How did you decide that this is a way that you can make that happen? Yeah, you know, it really, I, I'm researching cannabis and I'm learning about it and I'm sharing this with other people and getting into dialogue with them. And these people, uh, people that I worked with, um, people that I, I met uh, in a prohibition state of Texas, they or one of their family members had a dire need. And we started discussing, you know, how cannabis could help them with a medical issue. And so I kind of took on the position of a, a caregiver by being able to share information that, that I gained from, from research. And keep in mind, you know, now Dr. Brown can do uh, – research in in the public but before um it was something that we would just do you know talking to our friends well how did this work with you what were the effects you know how did you feel did this you know work with um this particular ailment but now we're able to um discuss more freely so you know that that's kind of how i uh let me let, let me ask you a quick question. So you, I mean, you're a scientist by nature. I mean, with a background in pharmacology and then horticulture, and then you're an educator. So the you know primary you started your foundation is in science, then education, then you get into this industry where there's so much misinformation. How do you how did you approach that? Where you realize it's up to you know it's almost like you had a moral obligation to try and get through all the clutter because that is your background. I mean, it's. If somebody looked at you and said, oh, I could totally see him in the cannabis industry, but they didn't realize that you were a principal. Right, right. Yeah, it just research and, and educating people. Um, you know, in our dispensary right now, when you have a, a patient come in, uh, they don't know what to ask for. They, they, um, they may think, I need this um, strong marijuana that's got 30% THC. Um, but but what we do is we work with them and and let them know that that n is not always the answer. Um, would you say Would you say while you're there, just uh, sorry to interject, but right now if somebody had a question about a, a medicine and that their physician recommended to them and they don't have time to get those answers that they may have about questions about side effects, et cetera, they'll go to a pharmacist mm -hmm. and then ask the questions. Hey, can I take this with this? This was just given to me. Is that the style of y'all uh you basically interacting with people when they come in you're trying to help steer them towards something that would work yeah so like the way our medical program works in oklahoma basically you communicate with your physician um that hey i would like to try um uh, medical cannabis as an alternative or with your method of treatment that we're currently doing and the doctor would write you basically uh it's a 
it's not a prescription for cannabis, but it's it's an okay that you can get your medical card. And then you come to the dispensary. And that is where we want to work with, you know, the the patients to to find out what part of their system is is out of balance and okay. what we need to do to help them get a, get it back into balance. Is there a term for that person? So in other words, like you said, pharmacist. Sure. If I go to Colorado, is that since it's a little bit more evolved, is there a term when I walk in, I need to speak with the. Well, a lot of people call them bud tenders. Um, that term came about, you know, right when medical and recreation and they, tended the buds that were in the jars and, and, you know, knew a little bit about each particular product that was in the jar. Sure. Um, now, uh, caregivers are, though we don't act as the caregiver for that individual patient, we are caregivers. And so we are providing, you know, data and information uh, to the patient and, and let them make their decision. And, I always, because a lot of times a patient will come in and, you know, ask that, well, what will this do if I'm taking Flexerol or if I'm taking uh, hydrocodone or if I'm taking an uh, antibiotic? Um, you know, I always suggest tell your doctor. And and let me tell you guys, uh, uh, this is a trick here. It's, it's really neat. So you go to the doctor with a stomachache. Um, Normally, you go in, you visit with the, the nurse for 10 minutes, takes your pulse, your blood pressure. Uh, then the doctor comes in and, you know, you spend 10 minutes, maybe 15, depending on your situation. Or if you need a rectal in my case. Exactly. <laughs> That's when I stay 30. But, <laughs> but, uh, but no, if you, if you bring up the topic of, of CBD, Bring up the topic of of the of cannabinoids and tell that to your doctor. Say, hey, I'm I've been doing some research here. Let me tell you, that doctor is going to sit there for. I mean, I've had an hour conversation, and the doctor has ten patients lining up outside waiting to see him or her, and he's spending his time with me because. He is craving this information. Sure. He sure. wants this information. And I want to know what he knows. I want to bounce ideas, you know, off of him and and see how I can better better um, either handle my own situations or with other patients that I'm dealing with. You know what? I would say, though, even here in Texas where it's not legal yet, and of course you know that, but uh, I see almost daily, it seems like the, the openness is is there people are willing to discuss something that maybe even just three years ago we weren't going into depth on do you do you find that uh, physicians in oklahoma are starting to become more embracing now that it's it's legal for them to have this as an avenue yeah most definitely uh there was a little bit of fear in the very beginning with with doctors they thought that they would be labeled as the cannabis doctor or the you know kind of like some of them or the opioid doctor you know which doctor you could go to to get you know drugs like that sure. and um and so they there there were some that were reluctant to to even embrace that idea um you know if, if you if if you're discussing your health with 
your doctor and you know they do not embrace cannabis in my opinion i would i would want a second i would want a second opinion i'd want to talk to to another doctor well hang on throw this back to ken real quick so uh you're a gastroenterologist here in texas licensed here and i saw you specifically decide there has to be there has to be something behind the science of the cbd so comparing what Sean's talking about what a physician would have to do to to move into this movement where it's now legal. What allowed you to be able to open up and say, I want to find out more for the benefit of my patients? So we touched on this last week, Sean. Um, I just, I had no knowledge of the endocannabinoid system. I had no knowledge of CBD, marijuana. I was, so whenever somebody is ignorant to it, I don't judge it at all because I just recently started, you know, learning all of this. And what changed my mind was I went to a conference and I bought a case of very expensive CBD at retail price. Now I'm angry at the company, but whatever. <laughs> Should have given me a discount. But um, And I, I, I gave it away to my patients and I just waited. And when almost all of them came back and said, I need more, that's when I knew that, okay, there's something to this. Then since then, over the last three years, all I've been doing is looking at the science of this. And of course, there's not enough um, research in the United States because of these different regulations and stuff. But um, I'm seeing clinical evidence, so that's why I get so excited. When we're sitting here talking, I'm I'm thinking um, when you said much like the pharmacist. Right. Do you remember that old Seinfeld ep- um, episode where it, um, I can't remember who it was, but basically the doctor prescribes something, they go to the pharmacy, the pharmacist goes, ooh, I wouldn't do that. He's like, well, what would you do? Yeah. And then it became this thing of who had more power, the doctor or the pharmacist? I say us three do a little YouTube skit where I'm the endocannabinologist. Nice. You're the bud tender. You're going to be the patient, and I'm going to recommend a certain strain, and you could go, ooh, what mm-hmm. are you taking this for? <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not what I would do, and then it would be a playoff of that. But that really is kind of where – that's where the science is going with this. That's what's so exciting. When If a patient comes in – so I went and visited your store this weekend because it's right next to Wichita Falls where sure. I was. And um, uh, Steve, who mm-hmm. was there, was telling me, he goes, you know what's amazing is the people that walk in here, it's not 20-year-olds saying, oh, I want to get some weed. It's no. old people with canes, and they're struggling, and they're like, I'm thrilled. He goes, here's what, here's what we're going to do for you. This is awesome. Yeah. He goes, so when I realize that I'm making – this is what Steve told me. He goes, when I realize that I'm now making a difference in people's health, he goes, I feel what you probably went into medicine for, mm-hmm. which is to change people's lives. Exactly. And, and we're surrounded by some huge military bases uh, in Wichita Falls and in Lawton. And a lot of our customers, they, they do not buy the uh, cannabis that contains THC. They prefer the uh, cannabis that contains CBD, the high percentage of CBD and little to zero percent of THC. Um, you, you know, with CBD, um, it is it is new to me also um, as far as it, the benefits. It, it is huge, very huge. You mentioned the endocannabinoid system. And, you know, I've kind of, in my mind, broke the... Um, broke medical patients down into into three different um, categories, A, B, C. Mm-hmm. A um, being 
where I want to um, feed my endocannabinoid system. I'm healthy. I feel good. I work out. I walk. Um, so kind of preventative. It's it's kind of a preventative. Okay. Um, and then B, uh, moving into a patient that that has an ailment of whether it's a backache or or a uh, inflammatory process. Inflammatory, exactly. Uh, and then all the way up to our, you know, severe uh, cancer and th- and things where you're you're really going to have to to wage a major war with with CBD. But yeah, the our patients that come into our facility, even though you could come in if you've got your medical card, I can sell you three ounces of Gorilla Glue, which is a a cannabis strain. I haven't done that. I have not. I have an 82-year-old man that pulls up and he will buy CBD flour, which is CBD cannabis contains CBD and THC. This strain of cannabis contains 16% CBD and like 0.3% THC. And that's what this guy buys and and loves it. He he could buy, you know, THC, but the CBD is what's making a difference. It does make a huge difference. Um, Steve, our uh, manager and bud tender, you know, I asked him, I said, tell me what you think, Uh, because he's a, a cannabis user and he he picked up this bottle and he said, I'll tell you what it does for me. He said, in the evening, I'll take a, a dropper and put under my tongue, and I'll hold it in my mouth for four or five minutes, and then I'll swallow it. Uh, swallows it, he digests it, he goes to bed. He said that when he wakes up in the morning, that his whole body just feels rejuvenated. He pops her up right up out of bed. He's, he's ready to go take on the day. Um, that's what CBD does in your your muscular system. It, it it if you're already in that number one zone where you're just maintaining it, it helps keep a you say homeostasis. 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 Right, yeah. It just keeps a a nice even level balance yeah. or level in your in your body, and uh, that way you you feel great when you wake up and and then other systems will start to fall into place um well i kind of want to get into it also as we move through the show because we're going to have you for another hour but there there are differences in cbd and where you get it and what's labeled as cbd exactly and before i forget i just want to ask one thing you said that you are surrounded by military bases yes are these are these servicemen coming in oh getting good grief yes most definitely and and you know when you historically um you know a lot of um our servicemen you know they come in with ptsd and and you think of ptsd as you know from guys that that come back from a a war-torn country and and uh and they've seen some crazy stuff and and they're trying to uh, deal with that and that is that is very true but how huge our military is there there are things that have happened in the military it, it could be just having a car wreck 
you know, that is traumatizing to you while you're on active duty. Sure. And and so these guys, um, you know, they're they're looking for ways to to deal with, um, you know, PTSD and emotional issues. So one of the things that we talked about that I, my goal would be this, you guys um, meaning the people that are selling CBD and selling other marijuana products, you can't make any disease claims. Um, what I want to do is get research so that you can have published articles. Well, one of the things, uh, Dr. or Colonel Philip Blair, Philip who's Blair. also a doctor, um, is the medical director at Elixinol. So our CBD is powered by Elixinol. He's the medical director there. He actually published a case series with CBD and its effect on PTSD. This is a full bird colonel that realized the benefits of CBD mm-hmm. and is now working for a CBD company and still seeing patients and collecting data. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to bring him down um, and he's, he's going to come on in the near Maybe future ne- next month. Yeah. What I really want to do is, so he's so knowledgeable about that. And he's also knowledgeable about the other thing that unfortunately happens in war, which is traumatic brain injuries. Mm-hmm. And he's actually published something on TBIs. And we were talking about possibly setting up a, a CME, meaning a uh, so doctors need a certain amount of credits at my hospital, right. talking to our trauma surgeons. Because I really believe that a protocol of doing high-dose DHA plus CBD at the first impact of any type of traumatic brain injury, recent article just got published where it showed that, um, unfortunately, they did autopsies on boys that were 16 to 19 mm-hmm. that had played football. It had shown, and these they they were unfortunately killed from other circumstances, but they they are now looking at the brains, looking for CTE, and they're already showing signs of CTE from just high school football. Right. So we know that this TBI thing is huge, mm-hmm. and um, I just love it that we have like a full bird colonel who is a doctor yeah. willing to embrace it. You're talking about it surrounded by military bases. It's a perfect marriage. And it's a like-minded thing because it's essentially what you're talking about, Sean, whenever you're wanting to help people that have come to you for that help, you want to give them guidance that you have. It's not just anecdotal, well, I think this will work. This is, it's, it's, this works for this ailment. Mm-hmm. We want to help you. Just like you said, you're not selling the Gorilla Glue to somebody just because it's profitable to you. You want to guide them to something that's going to make them feel better. That's the whole purpose. Right, Exactly. And, you know, back on the endocannabinoid system, the, the way this, the CBD works, it just kind of calms some of these receptors, I guess. It, 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 if, if there's something that, for instance, on PTSD, uh, my wife was attacked by a dog about two years ago. We were down in San Marcos um, visiting our daughter, and a, a big bull mastiff just Holy got God. her. Yeah, tore her up. Well, Karen carries a lot of bacon in her purse. Yeah, she does. So it's not her fault. Well, I, I always have bacon on me. Now, now I'm nervous. Yeah, if you're a bacon carrier, don't walk around San Marcos. Yeah. Well, now, you know, she has a, not a phobia of just dogs, but there are times that I, I look at her whenever somebody, if we're in Denton walking around where it's a dog-friendly town and here comes this guy with his tiger stripe pit bull that's a sweet dog um she kind of moves next to me and and uh she is having some anxiety and cbd is a product that really does help with that and if 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 we know that we're going to go to denton um she'll consume some cbd 
and that will um you know help help well i've known your wife as long as i've known you and karen has never been a skittish or anxious person and i remember that incident quite vividly and you and you're right i've 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 heard her comment that uh, it's unfortunate for her that that now is something that's a blemish on Mm -hmm. an experience. But I've also heard her comment that CBD has actually helped her not have those anxious periods whenever we meet y'all for dinner out in Denton or or something else like that. And, you know, the endocannabinoid system goes all the way down to, I think, 600 million years ago. You know, it was in little squids and, and, uh, you know, sea creatures and, and still is in most of the animals today. And dogs, um, you know, there are a lot of people that will buy this product, CBD. Do not give your animals THC. Please don't. But CBD does help with um, skin conditions with animals, with anxiety with animals, one of the uh, number one top sellers in Colorado right now are these pet products, dog biscuits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I see this all the time with my patients. They will definitely spend the money to treat their pets, and not uncommonly will not have the money for their own medicines. Right. But they will make sure the the pets are taken care of. When we're talking about PTSD, I'm looking at all the articles that we're going to be publishing here soon. We've got autism and CBD. Uh, we've got CBD and IBD. Um, we've got the, a full review of the endocannabinoid system. We're going to do PTSD and CBD. Yeah. And this question. is, and these, these blogs are all about the science with references so that you can just hand them to people go, Oh, here's this. You can look at it. We're not making a claim, but you can do your own homework mm-hmm. just like you did where you felt that moral obligation to get out there and be a caregiver. Now you are actually going to have to educate in a way without making claims. And the only, in my opinion, as a, as a doctor, uh, the best way to do it, and as an educator, is to give references. Exactly. This is not my opinion. This is just based on these, this whole process. And to bring up Dr. Blair's name again, that's actually one of his biggest goals. It's how do I end up taking my research and make it more applicable to the VA and to the bases? Because these are the gentlemen who are fighting for our country. They're putting a lot on the line, and oftentimes when they go to that system, that machine, the options are limited. There's, there's not, there's obviously not enough counseling. They talk about in the, in the news today, but oftentimes it's just to the prescriptive uh, uh, therapies and not to CBD that actually could be making a difference for them. Yeah, absolutely. I was just talking to, um, we were, uh, I have a friend named Rich Hagedorn back in Omaha, and he's a retired. Uh, I don't know, 30 years in the military and him and a group of guys have started a alcohol company called soldier Valley liquor. And we were talking about that and how they give back to the servicemen. And I'm like, man, we got to have you down on the show. We got to talk about this. I think the veterans are one of our biggest populations that we can really help. And I, I didn't even realize that you're surrounded by military bases where they are, they are seeking you out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we're there for them. We, we want to help them. The, the, Side effects are just zero that I've seen with using CBD and compared to what they have received from the VA hospitals that cause horrible, horrible side effects. And these guys, they, they realize that they're, they're seeing that and their spouses are seeing that. And so they're looking for, you know, some, some treatment that will help them. I mean, everything we're talking about comes down to inflammation. PTSD inflammation is hyperfiring of nerves. 
inflammatory bowel disease, the fasting mimicking diet that helped these mice, that is an autoimmune issue. What I really would like to do this next uh, part of the show is let's geek out. I mean, you've got a background. We can get into the endocannabinoid system. Let's clear up some of the confusion. Let's talk about the other things, full spectrum, terpenes, blah, blah, blah. It's going to sound sciencey, but let's let's bring it back to level so that uh, when somebody walks in your store, if they listen to this or you can recommend them to listen to it, they're going to know what they're getting. Yeah, just a, a reset because we are reaching the top of the hour here in just a moment. But uh, this is Sean Bryans. He is the vice president of operations for Alternative Medicine, newly opened here in Oklahoma. And uh, is there any other? Do you have any uh, websites? Yeah, we do have uh, on our Instagram is Oki, O-K-I-E, uh, underscore herb. And uh, we also have Alternative Medicine OK on Instagram. Alternative Medicine OK on Instagram. We'll see you here in just a moment at the next hour. That's great. That was awesome. Get Spoonie shows on demand at Spoonie.com. This is the only 24-hour, take-anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. We're Spoonie. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Investigators hope to have at least some information from the black boxes of the doomed Ethiopian jetliner by day's end. Those devices now being analyzed by experts in France. Here in the U.S., FAA Acting Administrator Daniel Elwell says his agency had to investigate before ordering all 737 MAX jetliners grounded. It is uh, in our minds now uh, a link that that, uh, is close enough to ground the airplanes. He was on NBC's Today Show. A former Texas congressman joins a growing field of Democrats vying for the party's 2020 presidential nomination. Democrat Beto O'Rourke became a political sensation during his 2018 bid to unseat Texas Senator Ted Cruz. We're not going to define ourselves by who or what we are against or afraid of. He lost by about 3%, but was immediately mentioned for higher office. Texas political analyst Jay Iyer says more than 20 other Democrats are eyeing the White House. But O'Rourke's already mobilized younger voters and raised record money with a live and gritty social media presence. O'Rourke spends three days now campaigning in Iowa. I'm Jackie Quinn. As the British Parliament launches into its latest Brexit debate, President Trump promising enhanced trade with the UK if and when it leaves the European Union. As the UK struggles with Brexit, the president is holding out the promise of negotiating a large-scale trade deal with the United Kingdom. He tweets, the potential is unlimited. It's not the first time that Mr. Trump has suggested this. Last month, he told reporters that the U.S. is going to be increasing its trade with the UK very substantially as time goes by. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Wall Street, the Dow is down about 24 points, the S&P 500 index off two, the NASDAQ a fraction higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. 800-709-4395. 
Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish authorized retailer now. 800-570-6630. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Have you done it? You, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? <laughs> I'm I'm one of those people you don't want to see naked. I Yeah, most of us. But I mean, you look and you're going, what the? I know. How did I get to whatever? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds. This is brand new tech. It's only been around for a couple of years or so. It was based on research from the University of California that said um, there's a molecule called OEA that's found naturally in your body. It produces it in the Mediterranean diet that when taken in concentrated amounts, it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism. I've lost about 10 pounds so far. It's amazing. It, it now, really is cool. A company said, we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you. It's called RIDUZONE, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It's Brad's work, to, it's worked mm-hmm. for Brad's work for me, countless other people. Go to RIDUZONE.com and try today. You're going to love it. RIDUZONE.com. Remember that, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Hello, and now we're going to start hour number two of episode number two. We are still joined here by Mr. Sean Bryans of Alternative Medicine. He's a VP Operations of that and uh, Oki Herb. And uh, just a quick reminder as we start off the second hour, if you are interested in picking up your own Autron Teal, just go to lovemytummy.com forward slash Spoonie. Use discount code Spoonie for uh, some savings for yourself. And then, of course, if you want to check out kbmd health cbd you can also go to kbmd or kbmdhealth.com or maybe somewhere else you could go that's right you could come over to oklahoma and pick up uh some kb uh cbd oil uh when we saw this product enter our store when when eric and i met i immediately fell in love and and the first thing that that jumped out at me was you know having dr brown's name on the bottle um so many of our patients that come into our dispensary that's the first thing that they ask they're like what a doctor recommend this? would a doctor recommend this what do what would and and a lot of times it's kind of funny they say what would my doctor say about me using this and that's when i'm like well go talk to your doctor tell your doctor what you want to do ask your doctor but um this particular product that's backed up with with research and and extensive studies, um, we we wanted to be a part of this. We wanted this on our shelves. The um, the other thing that that really jumped out at me is how this product was made, how it was manufactured, how they did the extraction process. Um, Y'all use a process called supercritical CO2 extraction. So cannabinoids uh, that are on the cannabis plant, they are oil-soluble and they are alcohol-soluble. And so um, historically, they would use some nasty chemicals like butane and propane, and they would 
blast that uh, gas, which in a liquid form, through um, through the cannabis, extract the the uh, all of the cannabinoids, and then try to remove some of the petroleum products from that crude oil. And in California, they do a ton of testing on that, and California is not happy with the trace petroleum products that are still in the uh it's considered a contaminant right it is a contaminant and some of the extraction method they actually feel that that is a contaminant sure can be yes um alcohol so another way to extract um from a cannabis plant you can take uh and back in the day they used things like acetone and isopropyl alcohols and and some alcohols that that weren't food grade like everclear for instance 190 proof everclear that can be used to extract um uh cannabinoids from a cannabis plant and and do a full cbd extraction now they try to evaporate that alcohol uh, that that's also and, and they can't sure you, you can't get all of all it of out it, yeah i have taken not this product but i've taken other cbd tinctures that sting real bad under my tongue some people like that sting uh kind of like taking a, a shot of vodka or you know some type of alcohol drink um for me i do not consume alcohol um I find it um, not uh, not always. I, I used to like alcohol, but I uh, I don't like it anymore. And um, when I'm treating a patient, I don't want to recommend a CBD tincture that has alcohol in it or other nasties in it. I want to recommend a clean extracted product that that use uh supercritical co2 let me ask you a question have you seen certain products that said possibly co2 extraction and then you put it under your tongue and it burns basically mislabeling because the industry itself is a little bit wild west right now most definitely um and, and you know i've had patients come to us and say yeah we bought this at at the jiffy mart down the road and and it doesn't work it doesn't do anything and and i look at it and you know, a, a lot of these products were were made in India or in China, and, and I'm like, hey, guys, I, it may be the real thing, um, but these guys, and, and, and we have other CBD lines in our store also that are, that we know the growers. Sure. And just sure. like your guys, we, we know where this plant came from. We know that it was tested. We know that it was tested for pesticides we know that that um you know it was tested for uh, levels of thc or cbd or other cannabinoids that are in it so when i talked to steve last week whenever we were uh, entertaining the idea of moving kbmd cbd to uh, alternative medicine oklahoma the very first question he said is we can't shelve this without a authenticated coa or certificate Mm -hmm. of analysis and uh Ken, you may want to talk about this. Why did you partner with Elixinol knowing that 
there, there were certain parameters that you knew you had to meet. So knowing that the industry itself, so let's back up and just look at the supplement industry. So my, my initial background was in clinical research, doing pharmacologic studies. And then I, you know, found a few holes there where we figured out we could do something natural to fix people. And that's how we developed Atron Teal. Once I got into Atron Teal, I realized, holy cow, the, this industry is, uh, you, people are mislabeling, they're making claims, they're doing things. So knowing that, if I was going to get into the CBD aspect of medicine, I just wanted to make sure that I went with a company that was completely on the up and up, very open and made sure that they had complete sourcing. It was an organic farm. They could naturally extract, which is the supercritical CO2 extraction. And really, they just sourced to one company. So they have complete control of everything. And that was Elixinol. And I've been very happy that, that I've partnered with them. And uh, when you talk to the CEO, when we have lunch with Gabe, the people that are doing the right thing, they want to help each other out. So they're they're all about if you want to do CW Charlotte's Web, do that. Uh, CBD Lions, CBD another line, yeah. CBD Lions, another one where everybody's like, yeah, let's just all we're not in competition. The good, the people that are doing the right stuff are not in competition with each other. They're there to educate, and that's why I want to partner with Elixir because they were very open about that. Sure, said yeah, we just want to do this, and that's why they wanted to partner with me because they know that I want to be publishing lots of clinical data on this. Yeah. So uh, another big thing that uh, Stephen also let me know is that we have to have CBDs that is full spectrum. Now we hit on this a little bit last week and we can get into a little bit about what full spectrum means and what the entourage effect is. We're going to learn some words like terpenes, phytocannabinoids, full, uh, full spectrum, and then talk a little bit about somebody who may appear reputable doing things like isolates, but what the limitations are on that. So Sean, I'll start with you. What does it mean for something to be a full spectrum product within your, uh, your dispensary? Yeah. And people that have researched, uh, using, uh, cannabinoids to treat their ailments, that that's the first thing that they ask for. They want a full spectrum, uh, CBD. And it, 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 it is very beneficial because all of these, cannabinoids cbn and cbd and cbg and in even thc they all work with each other and and that's why having a full spectrum uh product here extract um is, is very very beneficial um i, I just I, I feel like that it, it's the way that these cannabinoids work with each other to to address your problem sure we, we hit on that last week we talked about drugs that have been formed down to isolates that actually underperform compared to what it was that they were they were designed compared to, do. to the whole molecule yeah so i mean gw pharmaceuticals is kind of who are hitting that gw here. pharmaceuticals that just got fda approval for epidiolex correct epidiolex something like that something like that um that it got approved for seizures and it is a CBD isolate. What is interesting with that, and we're going to be publishing more, there's a great example because I'm not a neurologist, but as a gastroenterologist, they did try to look at that particular isolate in ulcerative colitis, and they ended up having a big dropout rate due to side effects. I don't see side effects when I use the full spectrum. Mm. Nope. Right. Not at all. And, um, well, and, and talking about full spectrum, you hit on a little bit also, but uh, you, the different cannabinoids as well as another word, terpenes. So terpene profile could actually mean something. And this is this is great for you because we had talked about where is the science going? So 
CBD is new to everyone. The ECS is not being taught in medical school, and that's a brand new frontier for a lot of people to talk about. But how do you know what CBD combination is going to work for you? Could there actually be some some differentiation in doing that? So uh, why don't you go ahead and take that? Well, I'll I'll throw this to you, Sean. So one of the things that I've been I've been doing a ton of reading, and when you start looking at some of these people who are PhDs and they're writing about this, it gets pretty high level, and it's like any other specialty. I'm a gastroenterologist. I spent three extra years learning the gut, just the gut. There's going to be endocannabinologists. You're going to go see your endocannabinologist because the science is getting so dialed in. And one of the things that's really interesting is that different combinations may do different things for different people. So when we talk about the disease state, when somebody comes in and says, Sean, I've got a, my back is I've got sciatica. Can you help me with that? And that kind of thing. So I think that uh, yeah. terpenes are terpenes are in every plant and it, it's what you smell. You know, a tomato plant has terpenes. Uh, is it an oil? It, I don't know if it's an oil, but it is a component, you know, in their structure. Um, it, it, but it does have a, a smell to it. Most terpenes do. The thing that just blows my mind these guys that manufacture like the the vape cartridges and this is the easiest way to try to understand terpenes and how they can affect the way um or or change the way uh, cannabinoids like the affect forms. you yeah. they you can do a full extraction of THC and CBD and you can take a terpene like limine for instance and add to that um, extraction you can consume that and have a completely different effect than if you added a blueberry uh, terpene to that extraction what's the other one myrcene yeah so beta myrcene is one of them that they've looked at where they have shown that if you have a higher concentration of beta myrcene that crosses the blood brain barrier and it brings CBD with it. So if you've got a brain issue, maybe we need to start using higher mercine levels. Um, piperine, I think, is the other one that's more for uh, joint inflammation. Like, we're learning about this. Mm -hmm. It's a brand new science. Yeah, it's brand new. so exciting. And it's going to take people with a pharmacy background. People, I mean, that's why I love what you're doing. I mean, you have this educator background as a science. And you're bringing all that into this new space that needs to be cleared up. And that's why we have you on the show to talk about this stuff. Yeah, and seizure patients, for instance, um, they may take a, they may get a perfect dialed-in uh, profile of medicine that they're taking, um, and it, it works. So let's say I'm having ten seizures a day, and this is working great. After about a month or two, they may start having one or two seizures a day. Mm -hmm. And then three months later, they may have three or four, and they're like, dang, this stuff doesn't work. Or I'm, I'm, have built up a tolerance to it. Um, that's where I call it resetting the cannabinoid clock, um, making little subtle changes with terpenes to the same uh, profile that, that works for you, the same ratio of CBD and CBN and CBG. That, that works for you in treating your seizures, but I need to reset the way that 
is working with my endocannabinoid system, if that makes sense. Um, so by making a small change with a terpene, they have found that it resets that clock and that seizure patient now is medicated and able to go through the day without having one seizure. And then after a period of time, they reset that clock and, and, um, and start over. So it, that's why it, in our medical profession, I cannot wait till all of our doctors will sit down with the patients instead of just signing the piece of paper and sending them to the dispensary. Because the other thing, you know, we're lucky to have Stephen in our dispensary. I mean, we really are uh, truly blessed. I had a patient come in the other day that had gone to a, another dispensary that had two ladies that were retired kindergarten teachers that were working at the dispensary. And, you know, they had no idea what was in this bottle. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they just knew that it was this price and, you know, for the same reason it matters where you get your CBD, it probably matters on who's helping guide you to what's going to work for you. So what I've run into, whenever I see anybody, um, there's quite a few multi-level marketing companies which are trying to get into the CBD industry. And what I have seen is that uh, if I go to like a, a trade show or something, they'll have a booth and I'll just walk up and be like, what's this? Mm-hmm. And listen to what they say. And everyone that I've encountered doesn't really understand it. And they're just throwing the words out and trying to do this. He goes, you need this. This is the, this is the isolate. This is this. It's got a full terpene spectrum. And I'm just like, Whoa, wait a minute. You said isolate. Now you're saying terpene spectrum. Do you know what a terpene is? No. And my, my kids laugh because it, they've seen it happen about five times where I'll be like, Oh, tell me more. No, you're wrong. That is, I mean, it, it's just an education thing, but if you're just trying to move some stuff, everybody's using these words. Um, like, uh, have you heard of the term broad spectrum? Mm-hmm. So broad spectrum <laughs> is a marketing term. There's no such thing as true no broad such. spectrum. No. And, you know, I find that fascinating that that's catching on. It's kind of like the Joe Dirt style of selling things. <laughs> <laughs> it's the difference between blue sky and Positrack. just does. <laughs> well, the, the number one thing that we look for is, um, you know, I want to know how the medicine was made. Uh, I want to know where the uh, cannabis came from. And I want to know that it was tested. Uh, and that's why I can't always recommend going and buying this on eBay or this on uh, that you see online for $5.99 and and think that it's really going it, to – it may hurt you. It you bring not. a really good point because now I want to hear your horticultural background. How are you guys growing up there in Oklahoma? Well, it's funny because, you know, going into this, I – you know, I'm researching, you know, what are going to be the next big hot strains? You know, what are they doing in California and Colorado and Washington is, you know, wedding cake and LA confidential, all these cool, (laughs) (laughs) cool strains that are, that are out there. And, um, but the, the thing is in, in our state, the demand is not for those crazy uh, recreational, crazy strains. It, it, they want a one-to-one or a two-to-one, two parts CBD to one part it's THC. Or they want a 
our number one seller right now that we sell more of than I mean I've got twelve strains of cannabis in jars on the wall. We sell more of our it's Highway seventy seven is the strain. It's um, Red Dirt RX I believe grows it, but it's it's hemp. It's it's hemp flower. It's cannabis that you can purchase. I mean, we sell to Texans. What percentage of you sa- it, of your sales would be it, CBD versus THC? Oh gosh, ninety percent. So let's clarify for anybody that it's, I mean, because it's a wide open industry. What makes hemp CBD legal, or what makes it so that the farm bill passed and now sure. the, the federal government at least recognized it? Yeah, they're looking at. They don't care about any of the uh, 50, 60, 70 different um, parts of the cannabis plant. They look at one thing and that one thing is THC and they're, they want to know that that is going to be below a certain percentage. And we shoot, we, we, we see on our lab reports like 0.3% um, and below of THC. And then anything above that with all the other cannabinoids, uh, CBD or CBG or CBN that they can be at, at any level, um, you know, in, in the in the product. So, so by law, it's 0.3 or less, correct? Correct. Yeah, and and a lot of that may totally vary by state. Uh, there there are some states. I think out uh, of. I, I, I'm sorry, this is Patrick breaking in. I'm sorry, but I think the only state that differs is Virginia, in which case it's up to one percent. But I think other than that, across the board nationwide, I think it's 0.3 percent. Okay, I could be wrong, but I, that's what I. Recall. Yeah, and you, I think there's. You're saying it with total confidence, so we trust you. I, I've done a little bit of research on this. Just a little, though. I don't partake. I just do the research. <laughs> well, if you're watching, our computers aren't connected. These are just props, so we can't look anything up. Yeah, and I, you know what, uh, Chef Patrick, I want to thank you for being the producer of our show here. So what he does is he it produces our show, then comes on and does his own show. So make sure that you check out his shows also. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, hey, uh, something, I know we only have four minutes left in this segment, but something to consider right now, there are only 10 states that are legal medically, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, no, recreationally. And then beyond that, there's 23 that have some sort, some form of medical mm-hmm. Texas actually doesn't fit into that because they have specific medical. Yes. And then there are a handful of others that have, uh, decriminalized the possession of marijuana or, uh, marijuana products or hemp products. So tell me a little bit, what is the trouble? And I know that y'all experience a lot of traffic moving mm-hmm. over from Texas to go up to Oklahoma. What makes it so prohibitive right now in Texas that it's not really a medical application? Yeah, so Texas ha- does have a medical program. Uh, on Texas, their medical program, there is one qualifying condition, and that qualifying condition is intractable epilepsy. Mm. Not the other 130-plus forms of of seizure disorders or epilepsy but specifically intractable epilepsy um a bottle i I talked to a guy that we were doing a symposium in in denton the other day but by the way i had um i thought i was going to have a bunch of north texas kids there it was all a it was an entire retirement community ropes and ranch was our audience but um met a guy there that has intractable epilepsy he paid nine hundred dollars at the one dispensary in texas Whoa. for you know his his product it's a dollar a milligram oh my goodness yeah, and we sell it you know 
50 bucks, 60 bucks, um, you know, depending on the product, maybe 90, but, um, yeah, it's crazy. So our legislature in, in Texas, they're in session right now. Uh, there's no plans to, to, uh, legalize, uh, cannabis in Texas on a full medical like Oklahoma did or a recreation like Colorado. Um, so we'll wait another two years in Texas for our legislature to meet again. So if I wanted to sell to somebody with intractable epilepsy, I'm sure it's really easy. All I have to do is open up a store, right? Exactly. You you write a check for $1.2 million. Oh. $1.2? And you uh, stand in line. You, you wait because there, I believe there are about six guys that Let were able to. Let me clarify this. So just you have to pay to play. You've and there's only to one play. disease. Right now that it's there for. But surely there's a lot of companies out there in Texas that are providing the service, right? There, there, there probably isn't. And don't call me Shirley, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but there are. There, I'm, I'm sure there's just tons of companies that have paid the 1.2 to play, right? Exactly. Yeah. And only one of them got the deal, oh, got wow. the contract. So that's not a monopoly at all. No. And, and that's what was really neat about Oklahoma. They made it very, very affordable for uh for guys to get into the uh, cannabis game. And, you know, our license fees are, are very, very $2,500 is what Versus a license $1.2 Well, you know what they're doing, though? Holy Oklahoma's God. decided they want to give access. They believe in the idea. And access, it, cost is a barrier to access. It is. That's why we've priced the CBD the way that we have. That's why we've priced Autrontil the I, way that we have. I think it's so fascinating that... The people that are swimming towards you are the ones wanting CBD, which is really interesting. So everybody's scared of THC, but the people that are looking for it for medicinal use, they don't even want the high THC strains. Yeah. We've only got 20 seconds till the bottom of the hour begins, but I tell you what, stay tuned because what we want to talk about is some of the crazy happenings for people who actually suffer. We're going to get to the recent news of David Irving. We're going to talk about a Missouri incident in a hospital. Oh. It was crazy. Sean? Hang out with us another half hour. All right, giddy up. You know, I'm watching his beard grow. <laughs> cool deal. It looks like you're losing. I am. Are I'm, you losing weight? I am losing. I've lost about 10 pounds. How are you doing it? It's a funny name, but I've done it with Riduzone. RADUZone.com and the stuff works. It's, you know, you get into all that, the molecule, this and the found in that. All I can tell you is it, it's a, it makes you feel full and it keeps your mind off of wanting to overeat. And also boosts your metabolism yes, so you're it burning does. more. Yeah, it Try does. it today. It's going to work for you like it's worked for Brad and countless other people. RIDUZone.com. RIDUZone.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 450 That's 800-452-1075. Have you done it? You you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? I'm I'm one of those people you don't want to see naked. I yeah, most of us. But I mean, you look and you're going, "What the?" I know. How do 
did I get to whatever? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds. This is brand new tech. It's only been around for a couple of years or so. It was based on research from the University of California that said um, there's a molecule called OEA that's found naturally in your body. It produces it in the Mediterranean diet that when taken in concentrated amounts, it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism. I've lost about 10 pounds so far. It's amazing. It, it now, really is cool. Uh, a company said, we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you. It's called RidUZone, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It's Brad's work, to, it's worked mm-hmm. for Brad's, worked for me, countless other people. Go to RidUZone.com and try today. You're going to love it. RidUZone.com. Remember that, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. All right, we're yeah. back, and uh, what you get? You got something to throw in there, Pat? Yeah, no, I just need to remember to unmute the mic. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. We 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 had a lot that we just said that nobody heard. It was great. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so hey, just to reset, we are joined still in this uh, this uh, last half hour with uh, Sean Bryan's VP of uh, VP Operations Alternative Medicine up in Oklahoma. We're gonna hop right into it because we don't have a whole lot of time left. We got it. The last hour just flew by. <clears throat> so, uh, something that stuck out to Dr. Brown and I as we talked last week, David Irving, plays football, professional football player, originally from California, played at uh, Iowa State, I believe, uh, amazing defensive player for the Cowboys. He just received his third suspension and has decided that he is going to retire, and he basically tested positive for THC, and um, he claims that he was medicating himself, and... Just a, a few things that he said, uh, just to take out of context, if you have kids listening, I'm sorry, I'm just going to quote exactly as he said it on Instagram. So basically, guys, I quit. I'm out of here. I'm not doing this shit no more. Some people are like, oh, you're addicted to weed. I'd rather be an addict to that than the Xanax bars or the Hydros or the Seroquel that they've been feeding you. Essentially, what I take from David Irving's message is, He's finding relief. This is a guy who's playing professional football. He's getting banged around quite a bit. You happen to know somebody who played professional football for quite some time. We talked about him on the first show. I have a buddy, Junior Bryant, played 10 years. And, um, yeah, we we talk about it. He took, an, he, uh, you know, he took a beating with that. I mean, you get out there. These are massive men hitting their heads. And I just said in the last hour that they're showing traumatic brain injury in high schoolers. So. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, we've got a friend who's a, who's a pain doc MD, uh, Kaylee Butwell, and she uh, is looking also for alternative ways to help her patients not feel pain. And she's been able to take people who've been addicted to opioids as well. There's a, lots of do- documented uh, uh, cases out there and move them over to an alternative therapy, sometimes CBD. So this is what's fascinating about the science of it. So what he figured out is that his endocannabinoid system needed to get back to homeostasis or get back to normal because we're going to be publishing a lot on this. But when you are low on your endogenous endocannabinoids, specifically anandamide and 2-AG, more importantly, anandamide, because that's the one that is kind of low level going around. When that's low, you can see that the perception of pain is higher. And when you get that back to normal, your body down regulates those receptors. So what ends up happening with chronic stress 
and with a um, a lifestyle where if you're not sleeping well or you're getting banged up like that and you create chronic inflammation, anandamide levels will go down. Your CB1 receptors actually go down and the ones that are left become hypersensitive and then it ends up creating more pain. And then mm-hmm. 2AG goes up trying to combat that. So we're, now we're talking about some serious science and chemistry and he's exactly right. Here's some Xanax. That's addicting. Here's some Seroquel. We don't really understand what that's going to do. The side effects are pretty fun, though, because I see that all the time. SSRI inhibitor inhibitors can create lots of weight gain and things like that. And he found a way to medically correct his own endocannabinoid system, and he gets suspended. It doesn't. It doesn't quite add up. I mean, the NFL, in a really weird way, I think, trying to appear like this clean league. Whereas compared to the NBA and the NHL and MLB, which really are nearly as stringent for THC yeah, checking. You know, right before this, uh, Randall Gregory, he, he got a suspension That's also right. with the Cowboys, and I believe it was his third suspension. Um, the interesting thing is um, you listen to talk shows and other people talking about these these um, athletes that, that know uh, that – combine is coming up they know that in march they're going to be drug tested tested. and you're like why does this guy why why does he not stop using cannabis and go ahead and pass his drug test and then use cannabis later when they're not testing well this guy gregory for instance, and obviously, uh, you know, our, our other and, and David Irving. multiple cowboys and and athletes, they need this medicine so bad that if they did not take their their medicine, they wouldn't be playing football at all. They wouldn't be doing any type of sports at all. They a lot of them are taking it, whether it's for a, a mental condition um, not just the uh, you know the sore back or the sore muscles from from playing, but you know head injuries that that you know cause these um, thoughts and ideas uh, to go on in their bodies that, that they need. If they don't use cannabis, they are just going to implode and 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 not be able to do anything. I, I, I- what I'm hearing is that when I deal with my patients, so let's get back to inflammatory bowel disease. My patients need this medication. I can show on a cellular level why certain drugs are needed. Let's just use biologics, Remicade, for instance. Sure. And if suddenly Remicade was illegal or much worse, or not worse, but I guess different, when the insurance company decides not to pay for it. Yeah. Now all of a sudden my patient's stuck with a $10,000 bill a month. Well, that's a, that's a total travesty. So now we have a very similar situation where I have a mechanism of action. I can show why it's doing well. We have a mechanism of action of why he was taking it on a cellular level. There's no difference between that and the drugs that we prescribe. Right. It's, it, I have acid reflux. If I can't take my medicine, I'm miserable. And I will, if, they, if it becomes illegal and they test for it, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm still planning on going back. I've got one year left on my college eligibility of football, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try and get back out there. And if they you know, suddenly if proton pump inhibitors, which is what I'm on, because I have bad reflux, sure. I'm miserable. I would still keep taking it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting, also, uh, Ken, because it was uh, a few months ago that you and I were, you had showed me some research that you had run across, and there were people who had been able to uh, 
move away from, I think we had one case that was 28 years of opioid dependency. <clears throat> and and uh, she now is not having to take opioids anymore because she was able to start using CBD. And I believe it was post-wreck or post-car uh, accident or something like that. But regardless, the long-term side effects of opioids is over, over time. We talked about uh, uh, opioid dependency last week. Over time, you basically always end up having to take more. There's exactly. a threshold for you to get that. And the GI distress that occurs from long-term opioid use is usually some crazy chronic constipation. And then you have the malaise or the flat affect. I mean, unfortunately for those who become dependent upon opioids, whether it's Oxycontin, fentanyl patches, et cetera, it's, it's not a pretty scene. So I'll do a small spoiler alert right here. We actually have a... Um we're going to be coming out with a blog and some information on this particular thing. And so a few key points, key uh, takeaways that'll be for this blog that we do, um, you know, pain, this is unbelievable. It has been estimated to cost $635 billion annually. Goodness. So many things are surrounded around pain because that's the thing that drives people to go take something pain. The opioid crisis is alarming. CBD is the second most abundant uh, phytochemical that we know that has been shown to mitigate pain perception. So our whole article is going to be about the opioid crisis and how to help people with that. Uh, it was It's our fault that so many patients are sick. We talked last week, Chef Patrick talked about finding um, heroin in the mollusks and wherever that was right? Uh, because there was so much opioids in the system. When I went to medical school, we were told that if you have real pain, you will not become addicted, which we now know is completely wrong. Not true. And that was a pharmaceutical-based message that we were being told. And now we have the opportunity to change that a little bit here. And we're going to, once again, I'm going to drive up and drop all these articles right off it. Yeah, we, we would totally story. be interested in seeing that. Really would. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It is hard to explain um it's hard to explain this because a lot of people may say, oh, well, that's snake oil. You're saying it treats, you know, your head injury. You're saying this treats inflammation in your, your back and uh, tennis elbow. And, but when you do understand how it works and how the endocannabinoid system works in our body, it, yeah, it does. It really is. It, it really does address multiple different problems that can occur in, in, in our bodies. So since y'all have been opened, uh, you had mentioned uh, before we even started the radio show that y'all have had people who've come up who are looking for pain relief, et cetera. You brought our attention to a story that I didn't know until this morning that occurred up in Missouri. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll, we will post a link to this video in the show notes uh, after production, but there is an issue that occurred, uh, if I get the facts right, there was a Missouri patient, stage four pancreatic cancer, Correct. who was in the hospital and then due to a tip, suddenly found him and his hospital room being searched. Go ahead. Yes. Kind of talk yeah. A please. Y'all, you guys need to see this video. It, my daughter, uh, she actually texted this to my wife and I, and she was, my daughter was traumatized by this video it was the craziest thing and um so missouri did just pass a medical bill a, and, and they've got a good one that they passed now 
a lot of states will pass a bill and then they have a period of time, six months to a year, that they're going to you know, figure out how they're going to do it, how they're going to implement that bill. And that's what Missouri's doing. Uh, this patient had stage four pancreatic cancer. He is um, in, a, in a bad way. And he found that using, uh, and I believe he was using what they call Phoenix Tears, which is a Rick Simpson oil uh, taken in a capsule form. Can you explain what Rick Simpson oil yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. And, and so a lot of times if, if a patient has um, stage four cancer or a really, really bad um, like advanced disease, advanced disease, there you go. Um, that's where you have to get aggressive with your treatment. And you ha- you actually need to really shock and flood your system with uh, as many cannabinoids. That, I like how you that, said that. Flood your system. Fill those receptors up. You do not have that much time to do it. When I talk to my patients, it's like a dry sponge. Mm-hmm. You know, we do the dosing here, but it may take longer. Yeah, 15 milligrams twice a day under your tongue. But if you've got a really dry sponge, meaning your endocannabinoids are severely depleted, it may take time to hydrate that sponge. Yeah. When you've got advanced pancreatic cancer, you don't have a whole lot of time. You better get at it. Yeah, you, know? you, you got to get after it. And that's where Rick Simpson oil, Rick Simpson uh, invented this. Um, he actually made his first uh, with a coffee maker. He was using that type of pan to um, evaporate the alcohol. So... Basically, if you took two ounces of cannabis and you did a an extraction with with alcohol and you cooked the alcohol off and you you made an oil, all of the cannabinoids will shrink down and feel like a little thimble. So it's really I mean, concentrated. It's, it's, it's tiny, tiny. That's two ounces, right? And so. These patients, uh, like this this gentleman in Missouri, a lot of times they'll use what they call a tacking method. They'll do a sublingual um, absorption, so they'll take a little toothpick and put a pellet of that oil on their gums, mm-hmm. and they hold it in their mouth for, you try to hold it 20 minutes. And it's real hempy, it doesn't taste great. Um, they also take the... Uh, Capsules, uh, Phoenix Tears, uh, Bio Bombs, where they have the Rick Simpson oil in the uh, capsules um, to aggressively get after this cancer. So well, that's, that's what this guy was doing. That's what this guy was doing. And and also the way CBD plays in that, because I've um, worked with people that were in this situation. Um, I create, I call it a rescue pack. Um I got a bunch of different CBD products. I got your your actually my one of my patients. Um, she took this was was the first sale that we had, um, and it was as a rescue because she was about to uh, consume a large amount of cannabis, hmm. and we had to get that level high because we didn't have time. And CBD, as we said earlier, does work with THC as far as balancing that out. So I didn't want her to feel 
uh, euphoria or stone. So the CBD decreases the stoning effect. Yes, sir. It really does. And that's why a lot of patients want the one-to-one, you know, ratio of THC and CBD. But anyway, this guy was um, taking the Rick Simpson oil in the capsule form, and the police got a tip from a security guard that they smelled marijuana, even though nobody smelled marijuana when they walked in and they go through the guy's bag. And I think they found CBD mm-hmm. is all they found. And the guy said, look, it's on my fingers. If you want to arrest me, I <laughs> took it out in the parking lot and, you know, and they go through his, his, in his hospital, room. in his hospital room. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the doctor even comes in and is like, do you have a warrant for this? And if you see the video, they are literally just rifling through his belongings while he is in his hospital bed. And it's yeah. being filmed in the the physician. He's in a gown. I mean, he's he's in in the bed. Off of a tip that I thought I smelled some of that unbelievable in a legal legal medical state, and he even told him said I've submitted my paperwork. I'm waiting on the state. You know, I don't have time to wait. So it's a, it's a wild situation. Now I feel just absolutely silly comparing my heartburn medicine when we have people with stage four pancreatic cancer that is making a difference in what little life they probably have. Right. And they're being harassed like that. That's yeah. nuts. You know, it's interesting. A uh, thought just occurred to me, but you said when I compare my, my reflux mm-hmm. situation to somebody with pancreatic cancer, and then I start to think, well, you know, sometimes people, they want to know how can CBD treat this and then also treat this, but nobody asked that question about opioids. If somebody happens to hurt in a certain area or have a different kind of pain that are completely unrelated, nobody bats an eye whenever you say I'm treating with opioids for multiple different things. Well, here's something that I just learned recently. So, Sean, you know, um, Tylenol and NSAIDs are used to treat pain. You've heard of Tylenol. Right, right. Do you know that we really don't understand how it works until just recently? No, no, I Tylenol is, in my opinion, can be one of the, it, it's one of the biggest killers in our population. It is one of the deadliest drugs, and we just recently found out that it actually works on the endocannabinoid receptors all along, and it kills livers. Yeah, yeah. The, the inadvertent taking of Tylenol. So that's a great example. Yep. We have drugs that are over the counter, which are killing people. Yeah. And it's now recently discovered that it's working on the same receptors that we have a safe product that works better on it. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's, you know, let's, let's rotate Tylenol and Motrin, Tylenol, Motrin. We give it to our babies, our little kids. And let me tell you, I, I don't know if this is exactly true, but I compare a 500 milligram Tylenol to a fifth of whiskey or vodka as far as what my liver is going to have to do to metabolize that Tylenol pill. And so when I'm taking an opioid, the majority of the opioids, and I I guess it's to, to activate the opioid so your body can absorb it faster or whatever. I don't know. All I know is... Tylenol is used with just about every opioid. He's exactly right. You got the combination drugs already. You, Tylenol, dude, codeine, Percocet. I mean, yeah. it's all they all are combo, and it's more tab. There's only one reason to do that: is to try and gain the efficacy so that more drugs are sold. Yeah, that's all there is to it. And they both mask each other. You're not really sure which one's working. I don't think Tylenol nor ibuprofen would ever make it past the FDA now if it went through. 
typical rigorous oh. studies. I mean, the GI bleeding and the kidney failure that happens from ibuprofen and NSAID-like drugs, and then, of course, the liver failure that takes place, what people don't realize is they'll get a cold, they'll take Tylenol, and then they'll take Dayquil, and then they'll take NyQuil, which yeah. they don't realize all has Tylenol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I've got a patient coming in, and they're yellow, and they're in liver failure, and we're calling the transplant center, and they inadvertently, um, over-the-counter products, mm-hmm. killed their liver. Yeah. And now, I mean, I just went, what? It actually probably, we didn't even know how it works. Right. And now we're realizing it probably works in the endocannabinoid system, which to me is just ammunition to say, look, these drugs have been around for a long time. They're hurting people. And now we have a safer alternative that works better on the same system. Sure. Well, it's kind of interesting too, because all, all, a lot of this is just in my, or small microcosms of a much bigger thing. And that is somebody feels like they are threatened by people finding new alternative natural means to feel better. And this is not about getting high. This is not about being uh, uh, an advocate for psychoactive drug recreational use or anything like that um, in, in this particular setting. This is simply about people trying to find a better way to feel comfortable and not have to deal with pain. And uh, even in Texas, right now there's 254 counties. Right now there's a different way for different DAs in each one of our counties to approach the CBD issue in Dallas County. Not a big deal at all. One County over where there's Fort Worth, Tarrant County. It's for some weird reason right now. It's a big deal. The DA doesn't like CBD, probably not educated on it. Probably has no idea what it actually is. Just hears that it could be related to marijuana. And I don't want that. My county. We have patients that come from Abilene and Wichita falls that tell us we cannot find any CBD in Abilene, Texas. It's been pulled from the shelves. They they don't have access to it. So they may be a, a county very similar to what you're talking about where uh, it, it's education. A lot of these guys still aren't uh, educated. That's one cool thing that Oklahoma did do. One of the first big meetings they did have was – with law enforcement to to go over their medical plan to go over what you should do on a traffic stop that um you know how you should handle this that this is no longer the devil's lettuce we're no longer going to be <laughs> the devil's lettuce okay. i'm going to steal that by the way the devil's lettuce i'm going to use that in my show today but <laughs> you know, i don't want to interrupt but you know as um I think there's a lot of confusion out there between THC, THCA, CBD, cannabidiol, CBG, CBN. There's all these terms being thrown about. Can we can we define for the listener? I think this is super valuable, and I've I've seen this in another uh, a lot of other states where they're trying to educate uh, the the end user and especially medical patients. But what is the difference between say um, cannabinoids, CBD in specific, in specific cannabidiol, and then THC versus what the body produces THCA? Can we can we discuss? I mean, I think it's very important because people still are are saying they're all the same thing. They're all they're all THC. They're all going to make you high, but really, it's it's not that way. Yeah, I'll start with the THCA and THC if you want me to, and you can do the CBD. But the um, you know, in the raw cannabis form, in a in in the bud, um, if if this plant has a percentage of THC, it is actually in the form of THCA, 
Mm-hmm. And so there's an acid on the end of that chain. And so in the past and typically the way I'm going to release that acid chain and just have THC is I am going to combust that material heat and smoke it. Yeah. And so now I'm consuming THC. So when making medicines in our, in our processing area, whenever I'm uh, processing uh, cannabis, whether I'm infusing it into an oil or um, an edible, I, I, I look at THCA and I also look at THC and I don't want to just decarboxylize this material, this raw material, and just make THC. Um, I, I want to do that also, but I want to have a true spectrum of the plant, a true broad spectrum that you talked about a while ago. Um, so I will take raw cannabis that has not been decarboxylized or uh, heated to a point where it changes to THC and still in the THCA, if when it's in that form, you you do not feel the effect that you would if it was in the THC form. So sure. the, the psychotropic effect, basically, right? Not yes. psychoactive, but psychotropic. Psychotropic. That, okay. Good good word there. Um, so I would feel comfortable if I had a pediatric patient, a, a kid with that was having seizures and I was working with that kid's parents and that child and I was going to compound or formulate a medicine for that kid, I would want to first start with a cannabis product that contained THCA and not decarboxylize the the cannabis and release that acid chain. I want to first start with, you know, what is in this that is not going to cause uh, this kid to have a, a psychotropic effect. Um, sometimes that may or may not work with the kid uh, or the pediatric patient um, or adult patient. But that's where, that's where you begin. Kids. You have to get yeah, somewhere to I'm, begin. Exactly. So that's where then you start looking at combinations of let's let's – Let's change this um, to THC, sure. And because we've we found scientifically that there are some great um, there's some great benefits of using THC, and and let's incorporate that with with the THCA and the CBD. Wow, and CBN. this is this. Uh, thank you so much for bringing that up, Good job, Sir Patrick. Pat. Because this is new to me. Right. But, you know, I spend my whole world educating myself on the endocannabinoid system and CBD and didn't even occur to me that THCA and THC can be used medicinally in different ways. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's very, very interesting. Um, and, and it works not just by ingesting. So if I may, if I, um, if, if I'm using a cannabis product that I've infused into an oil, um, and part of it is decarboxylized, just THC, and the other part is THCA. Um, whether I'm rubbing that on my body as a salve or ingesting it, they do have different effects. And so 
you can benefit by um, doing it both ways. And in some cases, it may be better to to do it one way and, and not do it at all the other way. And that's where, you know, when dealing with um, like pediatric kid, patients, um, that I want to treat their problem, but I do not want to give them any type of of psychotropic or euphoria like they would get from hydrocodone or or an opioid or true THC, um, that's where I look at at the THCA. That's fascinating. I don't want to cut anything short, but we just burned through two hours because it's been fascinating. Let me tell you what. This was, we covered so much ground and you were so knowledgeable. And I feel like this is one of the most informative podcasts that I have heard. And I listened to a lot of them and this isn't because we're on it. It's probably the most informative because I didn't say a whole lot. And, uh, you know, Sean, you, you were highly, uh, really informed and, and educated. Share this. Who's ever listening to this? Just share this. I want this shared with the Crohn's and Colitis Society. I want this shared with chronic pain people. I want this shared so that people can understand it's stuff like this that starts making a difference. PTSD people. I mean, we all know some veterans. Who, yeah. CTE. Hey, Sean, before we go, we got about half a minute. Go ahead and tell us where we can, uh, people can find you online. Yeah. We actually, you can go to okieherb.com. Uh, we have a website. We're, we're still working and building that website, but oki underscore herb at Instagram and uh, alternative medicine. Okay, at Instagram. Thanks a lot, Sean. Thanks a lot, Dr. Sean. Ken. You are the man. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate you having number me. Number two. Number two. Wow. See you we covered a lot. This is the only 24 hour take anywhere platform dedicated to food and fun. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Access Netflix, Prime Video, Live TV, and more with the Xfinity X1 Voice Remote. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.